Bear Truthers, welcome back to episode 43 on the Bear Truth Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to go over and talk about who you belong to and how you can know who you belong to. Our actions show very discreetly who we belong to, who we serve. As well, before we get into the episode, I would like to say anybody who's interested in my book called from Youth by Eddie Magarani, you can go ahead and go in the link in the description. You can find it there. Click on the link. It'll bring you straight to Amazon. As well, anyone who's interested in the YouTube channel where we post more than just podcast things on there, you can go check that out. Go take a look and our email, which we provide below as well. Anybody can email us, send us suggestions, prayer requests, anything. Go ahead and check those things out in the link in the description. But let's go ahead without wasting any time to get right into episode 43 today. One more thing I forgot to announce in the intro is that I'm back from where I was. I was gone in a different place serving there. In two weeks from now, November 1 through 10th, like I said before, a brother and I are going to be going down to Georgia and to Florida, and we're going to be evangelizing there, and we'll be, we will be posting it on YouTube. You can go check that out in the time period, November 1 through 10th. I can't guarantee when I'm going to post that video, but 1 through 10th of November, just stay tuned. I'll announce everything on our Instagram. Go follow that. Go check that out also in the link in the description so you can stay tuned and to know what's going on. But stay tuned for that. Pray for us that God can strengthen us and prepare us because it's not easy going out there, especially in Jacksonville. Many of you maybe live there listening and uh, you know that it's it can get kind of crazy down there. But anyway, without wasting any time, who do we belong to? Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 through 26. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Amen. So it's so easy to really just call yourself a Christian today, right? We we like to call ourselves Christians. We like to call ourselves child of God. But really, are we an actual Christian? Are we an actual child of God? Again, it's so easy just to say you're a Christian. But the thing is, it's a privilege to say you're a Christian. Christian, you split that in half, right? The first half of Christian is Christ. And then the other half of Christian is TN. That means to be Christ-like. TN means like. Christ-like it means to be. The word Christian literally means to be Christ-like. So when you call yourself a Christian... Are you Christ-like? Do people see Christ in you? And this is like how I was saying in the intro. This is how you know who you belong to. Are you an actual child of God? Are you an actual Christian or do you belong to this world? It's one of those two. You belong to God or the world. And by your fruits, you are known by these things. By your fruits. You grow bad fruits, you're of this world. You You grow good fruits, you're of God. And the fruits that we should be having are the ones that I read from Galatians 5, 22 and 23 to have you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all of them. These need to be evident in us day and night. It's so easy just to say you're a Christian. But if we're not Christ-like, we cannot call ourselves a Christian. We cannot call ourselves Christian if we're not an actual Christ-like Christian. We have to be like Christ. People have to look at us and see that Christ lives in us, that we're different. And one way to be more like Christ every day And this can help us to be less hypocritical. And we all know this is to ask ourselves, you know, what would Jesus do? And just look at ourselves. Let's just look at ourselves. Let's scan ourselves. The things just let's take a moment and look at ourselves right now. Look at yourself 
and just even close your eyes and think, what are the, what are your actions today? Are your actions good? You know, the things that you do, the things that you speak of, the things that you talk about, the things that you listen to, the things that you watch, the way you live, do they compare and are exactly like how Jesus lived? Or are they completely opposite of what would Jesus do? Would Jesus do the things that you are doing? Or would he not do the things you are doing? Would he watch what you watch? Would he listen to what you listen? Would he speak how you speak? And if if you say no, you need to get rid of those things. These things make you less and less Christian every day. These are thing, These things are proof that we are not belonging to God. But if you said yes, that your actions connect to Christ, they compare to Christ. You are like Christ. God bless you because the Holy Spirit strengthened. Don't look at yourself and say, yeah, that's all me. No, that was the Holy Spirit who strengthened you because one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. He gave you self-control. That's a good step. Now, if you are a person who lives like Christ and your actions are like Christ, don't just show off and think you're so great. Because like I said earlier, it was the Holy Spirit who strengthened you. Help that person in your life that is struggling. Don't just stand here and say that I'm better. I know how to do things better. No, go and help the person who struggles to be more like Christ. If God strengthened you and helped you and delivered you to be more like him, to be a real Christian, help others be a real Christian. Tell them the truth. Help them get rid of what they don't need in their life. This is what Christ wants for us. These fruits need to be evident in our life. You know, again, you know, one of the fruits of the spirit is love. And we all know that. We all know we got to love one another. The Bible tells us to love one another because Christ love, right? The reason is because Christ love, we must also love. The Bible tells us that we must forgive because Christ forgives. Think, just think about this. God wants you to show love. What if someone breaks, what if someone breaks something that is close to your heart? Like you have this really special thing, could be a necklace. It just just could be any material thing, and it has some kind of special connection to you. That person breaks it, or if that person loses something that was very special to you, or you paid a lot of money for it, what would would you do in that moment when they say, hey, look, I lost it, I I broke that thing, I'm sorry. You know, in that moment, if you think about it, it's going to be hard to love that person. It's going to be hard to forgive. So how do we forgive, and how do we show love to that person? Well, think exactly what Jesus did. Think exactly of how Jesus was on the cross. He suffered and was beaten, was tortured. How was he able to say, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do? It's it's humbling yourself. You have to humble yourself exactly how Jesus humbled himself. You're not greater than that person that destroyed that thing that was close and dear to you. I mean, think about it. That person made a mistake. You cannot make a mistake too. Humble yourself. When, uh, when, something, when somebody does something that you cannot forgive, just humble yourself in that moment. Come before the Lord and say, Lord, you know, I feel angry right now. Lord, I cannot love. I cannot forgive. Strengthen me. And try to humble yourself. Pray that God will help you to humble yourself in that moment. You do things wrong sometimes too. You say things that are wrong sometimes too. Sometimes you say something and it slips out, you know, a bad thing. You don't mean to say it, but you made a mistake. God is just to forgive. Think how many times God forgave you and you deserve to go to hell, to be punished, to lose everything, your house and absolutely everything you have because of all the bad you did. You deserve to lose it all. We deserve to lose absolutely everything to go to hell. But Christ humbled himself even to the point of death, the word of God said. And he said, you know, I'm going to humble myself as if he's not greater than us, but he is greater than us. But he looked at us as if he's not greater than us. He humbled himself. He was tested and was tempted by Satan. 
just like we were and never sinned, not once. I mean, look at that humbleness. Take that example of humbleness that Christ has and apply it in your life. Sometimes it's hard to be humble. You think, you know, about the gift that you have that from God, you know, you're good at soccer or the spiritual gift you have. You have more than others, you know. In those moments, you can think like, and you could be more prideful than that, you know, than other people. I got more gifts than you. I'm better at this than you. Stuff like that. Very easy to be prideful. The key is to look at yourself and then to look at others as if you're never going to be better than them. You know, look at Paul. He he looked at himself as the worst of the worst. The worst of the worst he looked at. And I always try to look at me like that. And I'm not putting myself down. And I'm not saying to put yourself down either. There's a difference between putting yourself down and you shouldn't put yourself down. There's a difference between putting yourself down and humbling yourself. But I always try to humble myself every day, especially around brothers and sisters, by looking at myself, the things that I have done in my life, the bad things, the not the right things that I, I, sh I knew what was right and I didn't do them. There's times that I know it's right and I don't do what's right. And I look at myself and I say, you know, even though people around me do bad things and they, they just don't understand, they don't want to follow the word of God, stuff like that. I look at myself and say, I'm no better than them. And I'm probably even worse than them because of the things that I have done in my life, the way I lived, I was worse. And Paul sets that amazing example. And I, I feel like I can see Jesus Christ through this. And he wants us to take that into consideration as well. Humbling ourselves is a huge sign that we belong to the Lord, that we are real Christians. Because just like Jesus came down to humble himself, we must also humble ourselves. We must love like him to forgive like him. Somebody breaks something that's close to you, just forgive them. Really, don't hold it against them, right? And we have to be faithful. And how can we be faithful? I mean, you think like, yeah, I got to be faithful to only God, right? I got to be loyal to him, faithful to him only. I mean, God gave you parents though. And the way you can be faithful to them, and God uses your parents to teach you how to be faithful. When they tell you to do something, that's the moment they expect you to be faithful, right? To be loyal, especially. They expect when they teach you something, they expect you to be faithful, to take what they say to you and to actually apply it and do it, to take it into your life, right? And when you learn and you start obeying your parents, you can also learn that you start learning God is also my parent, an even bigger parent than my own parents, right? And you have understood now, just like my own parents tell me to do something and tell me to listen to them, to apply what they're telling me, I need to listen to God and his voice and to be obedient, to be loyal. And whatever he tells me to do, wherever he tells me to go, whatever he wants from me, I must do. No matter if I think it's the worst timing of all, no matter if I'm going to get killed doing something for him, no matter what, no matter the consequence. Your parents tell you, clean the house. We got guests coming over for Thanksgiving. Oh, but mom, you know, I wanted to go hang out with my friend today. There's this movie at the movies that only gets played today and it's going to end today. Nope. Nope. Sorry. You got to clean the house. We got guests coming over. You see, you make that sacrifice. You don't go see that movie. You're going to be faithful to your parents. God, same thing with you. It's you and God. It's the same thing. God calls you to sacrifice things in your life. And that shows how much you actually love God. Love is sacrifice. And that's another fruit of the spirit. Again, we, love is sacrifice. And we see it through Jesus Christ. When you love somebody, you're going to sacrifice. But coming to the end, hopefully this was enough. I didn't want to talk too much from this. I want you guys to think more about yourself. Just pray and let the Holy Spirit convict you and show you the things that you need to get rid of. And again, ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus listen to what I listen? Would he watch what I watch? Would he talk how I talk? Would he live how I'm just living? And if you say no, 
it's time now to get rid of those things. Guys, if somebody, if the word of God tells us that we need to get rid of them, what, why do you keep on living with them? Why do you go days and days with what is sinful in your life if you know you have to get rid of it right now? Why do you keep on living and going back to sin, guys? You don't love sin. Don't love sin. You don't even love sin. You love God. So choose God. You have to love God. This is what he wants from us, guys. But coming to the end, God bless you. And may he help you and strengthen you to be more like him every day and not like this world. Amen. Coming to the end of episode 43 on the Bear Truth Podcast, hopefully this episode was helpful and encouraged you and pushed you to get sin and all evil things out of your life. You belong to God. You do not love sin. You love God. You hate the world. You are friends with God. You are not friends with the world. You have to pick God. You're by your fruits. You will be known, the word of God says. And if you are a tree with no fruits and bad fruits, you will be cut down and thrown into the lake of fire. So be careful. This is a warning that the Word of God tells us. But coming to it again, go in our link in the description. There you will find the Instagram, the YouTube, the book that I wrote, and the email. All of that, go down there and check it out. God bless you guys. Make sure to share this podcast. And thank you for those who have been sharing the podcast. And thank you guys for all your support and the love. God bless you all. And may God be with you and guide you all. Amen.